Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and you're scrolling through your email or your newsfeed, and I want you to stop and read this now. Did I catch your attention? Did that little bit of emphasis make you sit up in your chair? I hope so. And when you're actually doing those things, I want you to sit up and pay attention to your subject lines. And so that's why I've invited Nicole Krug to join me today. She's the founder of Social Light, and she has been helping make the internet a friendlier place since 2009. She's been providing tools and training for small business owners so they can be successful online. She helps her clients hone their digital marketing strategies to bring more exposure to their brand while boosting their bottom line. Nicole, welcome to the show. Lorraine, it is such a pleasure. And you say that so musically, it makes me sound (laughs) so much better. I love when other people read my bios. I'm like impressed and I think, wow, who is that? I know. Doesn't it sound like you get that little uh, little, little boost for yourself? (laughs) Well, I'm glad that it made you feel that way. Those are impressive credentials because you've had an opportunity really to grow up with email marketing because that industry has really matured since 2009. You know, it is amazing because these days so many people are so hot on social media or on, you know, on the different IMs and the DMs, but year after year, I mean, email marketing has a 400% return on investment and that has been consistent for many years. And so yes, email has grown up because we are all getting more of it, but it is still a very effective channel no matter what else has propped up. Absolutely. I always say that it's the one place that you can really have that one-on-one conversation where you're not competing with cat videos or tasty food (laughs) or people doing stupid human tricks on TikTok. It's true. It is a lot more intimate because social media is a great way to capture somebody's information, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. capture their attention, I should say. But when you are in their email box, you have been invited in, Um, especially if they are staying with you for several weeks, several months, even several years. That is becomes a very intimate conversation and it feels like a relationship much more than screaming through a newsfeed. At the same time, you said something. You've been on my email list four years. And, you know, you get my emails and sometimes you open them or sometimes you don't because there's a lot in your inbox. But I want you to open this email. What can I do to my subject line to stop you so I pay attention and open that email? So that is such a good question because I will tell you the benchmark is that open rates across the board are only 21%. I mean, think of that. One in five people open your email and you think of all the work and all the stuff that you put in there. And so many people are so focused on the message that they've gotten the email that they don't stop and actually think about the subject lines. The subject lines become an afterword. And in so many cases, you know, we see ABC company update May for... Right. That is the equivalent of Bueller. Uh, (laughs) This is just like there's nothing in there that says it is exciting. And so you don't want to be well, 
you generally don't want to be very clickbaity, right? Like clickbait mm -hmm. every once in a while, as long as you can back it up, right? It has its place, but this is like, you really, I mean, if there is the most important thing in email marketing, the subject line is it, because if they don't open your email, everything else is for naught, right? Absolutely. You know, it's funny because it's email and anything that you're writing, advertising copy, blog posts, newsletters. Somebody once said that you need to spend as much time crafting your headline or your subject line as you do the rest of the content. And I think that's even more important, like you said, in email. Well, absolutely. And you think about the fact of, you know, if, without throwing a million stats over there, right? The average person gets more than 200 emails every day. And then you think about the fact that more than more, what, about two thirds, 70% of email is answered on your mobile phone. And we you have to keep in context, right, of that when you're on your mobile phone, you only have half an eye on it. You're half the time you're in the line of the store, you're waiting for a meeting to start, you know, you, you're sitting in front of the TV. And so if that's not, if some subject line is not interesting enough to stand out, people are just going to pass you by. So some quick rules of thumb to kind of get it going is make it compelling. I mean, that ABC company update, that does not do anything for anybody. But you, you can go into something like, uh, you know, why your five-year-old is more digital than most CMOs, right? That's that's interesting. You ask a question, like you get it and you, you kind of say, well, I don't even have a five-year-old, but I want to know why they're better at us. <laughs> CMOs, right? But I, I love that particular technique because it's not, it is a question, but it's not a question. It's kind of that Jeopardy question. And people, I think, sometimes are a little overwhelmed with all the questions, but that headline promises an answer. It is. And that's the whole thing is that you want to give them essentially a hint of what's coming in because ABC update doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't, you know, that tells me, okay, maybe if I have 10 minutes down the road, I can read it. But if you tell me there is a sale, if you tell me there is an event near me, if you tell me I can answer that hot burning question of yours, whatever it is, I am much more inclined to open it. So you not only want to make it compelling, you want to highlight the value of what's in there. Sometimes you want to add urgency. Now this can be like crying wolf, right? We, we, you know, flash sale. If you flash sale every week, it's not exciting, right? But if there is really only two left or 24 hours left to claim your whatever it is, you know, be, be mindful of not overdoing it on those urgency pieces, but use them if it's relevant. I love that balance because you're right. Anything goes from being clickbait, exciting, to boring, depending <laughs> on how many times you use it. First time he screamed Bueller, people turned around and paid attention. Mm -hmm. The 25th time, everybody was like, oh yeah, there's noise in the background. And that's what happens with your email. It absolutely is. And so I will also say personalize. And this is another one that I will use with a caveat because I will tell you anytime that I see my name in a subject line, I know that's spam. I know that is somebody trying to sell me something. And so personalize, use that with a grain of salt. When I say personalize, I mean personalize to your audience. If you can capture 
zip codes or states or something, because let's say I am speaking in Las Vegas. Nobody in New York cares because they're not going to be there. Nobody in DC cares, but maybe somebody in and around Las Vegas or wherever it is where there's, you know, a pop-up shop, there's a special event, whatever it is, if you can personalize to something specific to your audience, that's where the gold is. And that's where the magic happens. And so that really speaks to a whole different conversation, but that idea that you have to segment your audience, you have to know who the people are. One example that always pops into my head is a veterinary clinic had two lists for cat owners and dog owners. Mm -hmm. And so they might have the same newsletter, but the opening line, information for your cat, taking care of your dog's health, everything else I read, and I was fine if there was an article about a cat or a dog in there, as long as there was something for me as a dog owner. In order to do that, it takes more work than just throwing everybody in a list. It does, but you know what? It's so interesting because even if you, let's say you segmented men, women, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, these days emojis are everywhere, right? So let's mm-hmm. say you want to think, you know, you want to think about it. Women react better to emojis than men do. Now there mm-hmm. are, again, you can get into age groups because, you know, the under, under 35, under 40 is set better. That might be harder to pin down. But if you can at least get men and women and you mm-hmm. segment that just, I mean, the email can be exactly the same with two different subject, like subject line for each one, one emoji, one non-emoji. Mm-hmm. That, like those little tweaks can make a difference. Awesome. Are there any, as we're kind of wrapping up, are there any words that I should definitely consider or definitely avoid in my email? That's really interesting that you say, because there are a slew of spam triggers. And a lot of these things like cheap, clearance, click here, you know, things that you think are doing your urgency are going to set off your spam triggers. Mm -hmm. And this goes somewhat with that, you know, how often you use them, but it also goes somewhat with what's in the content. Now, the good news is that you are going to have almost every email system out there, MailChimp, Constant Contact, Vertical Response, pick and choose your favorite, right? They all have spam checkers. Use them, let them um, use them and see if they come up. Now they're make, and it will not only tell you if a word triggers something, but it'll also tell you how serious it is. And so, you know, sale might trigger something, but you say, okay, it's only a 0.1 point against me. I can take that, right? And you go forward. Uh, But these spam triggers are smart too, because some people think they're gonna do S space, A space, L space, E. No, 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 that's worse. I had somebody who replaced the S with dollar signs. That's even worse. Yes. So you want to like, you want all caps or all that? That's maybe where you look for your, like your exploding emoji, right? To make something more exciting or all that. But so I don't know, you know, if, if there was one magic word we could use, that would be great. That is where you kind of pull into your own analytics and see Mm -hmm. what subject lines are going best. But there are definitely... Um, the no-nos. And so we we could spend another 10 minutes listing them all. So I'm not going to do that. Just encourage you to use your spam checkers. Absolutely. And so I'm going to stop here and encourage anybody, if you guys are listening and you're curious about the things that Nicole is doing, definitely check out sociallight.net. Look for her. She's on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and 
YouTube and everywhere that you might want to learn more. Nicole, thank you for being a part of the show. Lorraine, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for all the listeners. Awesome. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our digital toolbox. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.